All right, we talked at the, the beginning of this program about uh, the Saturday Morning Folk Show marking its 35th anniversary, and there's an excellent uh, piece in the Davis Enterprise by Jeff Hudson. We've been meaning to have Jeff on this program for quite some time, being that he is he's everywhere when it comes to local media. So it's our great pleasure to be able to finally say, welcome to Radio Parallax, Jeff Hudson. Glad to be here. Jeff, you're currently the arts and theater critic, I guess, over at Capital Public Radio. Yeah, I've been doing that since about 1995. I've been at the Davis Enterprise since 98. Uh, I do things for the News and Review and for several other places as well. I, I basically moved to Davis in 1995 as the uh, father of five-year-old twin sons who were about to start kindergarten, and then I sort of gradually ramped up from uh, part-time work from home, write an article here or there, up to uh, the current state of uh, I've got to sell lots of articles so that I can pay for college. <laughs> i, I got to hand it to you, my friend. Being a being a freelance writer cannot be easy, and, and you get your stuff in the L.A. Times, the Chronicle, the Mercury, uh, the Bee, all yeah, over the I've, place. I've had some interesting sales along the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and we should note, uh, with great pride, you're also a KDVSer. I am indeed. I am a regular sub on Perspective In Focus program on Sunday mornings as a gospel host. Um, going way back into the uh, 1960s when I was a kid in knee pants, my father who was a college chaplain, took me to a number of freedom marches in Jefferson City, Missouri, and things like that, and, and it started an interest in gospel music that uh, continues to this day. Well, I've heard you uh, doing some of that, and it, it really sounds like you know your stuff. Well, I, I enjoy it, and I, I appreciate it in the same sense. I, I take gospel music very seriously in the same sense that I take Bach cantatas very seriously. There's a there's a basic body of work there that's just fabulous and, and is, is really, if you, if you listen to it, there's an awful lot there to understand. I, I can imagine. And and I guess, uh, just kind of looking at your profile here while we're talking here from Cap Radio, you, you came here through uh, through Santa Cruz, I guess, K, KUSP. Yeah, I was involved as a classical music host. In, in, in fact, uh, I would go on at, at 9 a.m. on Monday mornings, and uh, Jeffrey Callison, who back then was known as Jeff Howard, was the uh, morning edition host. Uh, he became Jeffrey Callison after he moved to uh, the Sacramento area and became the host of Capital Public Radio's Insight Program. So we had the experience both at KUSP in Santa Cruz and at Capital Public Radio about getting phone messages for Jeff H., <laughs> wow. And sometimes they were for him, and sometimes they were for me. Wow. <laughs> hey, well, I just hear that uh, Mr. Callison's going to step down on Insight, perhaps. Uh, any chance you'd want to fill in his shoes? Um, yeah, I, I don't know that I'm necessarily cut out to uh, think on my feet quite that fast on a daily basis as a, as a program host. However, uh, you, you might be a good candidate yourself. No, I, no, sir, I would not be. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a big job. I, I enjoy being a, a occasional guest on the program, but I'm not sure I'm quite ready to uh, go out there and be a host. All right, well... I think you should. I think you should rethink that. But uh, but you got a great piece here in in the Davis Enterprise about about the folk show and and how did you uh, how did you interface with those good people? Well, I got a note from Robin. I had been telling Robin uh, for a while. You know, we need to do an article one of these days. You know, give me a call when the time is right. So I got a message from her. I guess about a month ago, saying, hey, we're coming up on the 35th anniversary of the Saturday Morning Folk Show, and I thought, wow, that's a good story. We've got to do that one. And, and of course, I've been a, a long-time listener uh, to college radio-type stations. Uh, when I lived in Isla Vista as a student, I used to listen to KSPB, uh, and there was a folk show there that was uh, called Musics by Helen, or Musics with Helen, that I listened to regularly. This was back in the 70s, a long time ago. 
And then uh, in Santa Cruz, of course, I listen to KZSC, and also to um, the station out of uh, Robert Louis Stevenson School in Monterey, KL, KRLS, I'll get this right. And uh, then, of course, in Davis, I, I quickly gravitated into uh, listening to KDBS, which I had been aware of for a long time. And uh, so I, I actually hosted a KDBS show for a couple of years, a classical show, <coughs> under the adopted name Hibachi Medulla. <laughs> Uh, I was playing either long harpsichord suites or choral works or 20th century percussion works or crazy stuff. You know, basically the stuff that doesn't get aired on KXBR. And in order to keep my identity as a KDVS DJ discreet from my responsible role as a Capital Public Radio guy, uh, since the frequencies are literally adjacent, I, I was Hibachi on KDVS and still am. And then um, I go by my actual name on, on uh, Capital Public Radio. And it's, it's a lot of fun, actually, to, to have both identities. It is. Uh, it, it Robin, is. Robin called me and, and said, so the 35th anniversary is coming up, and she very wonderfully provided me with all kinds of uh, contact info for most of the DJs who had hosted the program, the folk program in the past. So I contacted them one by one by phone or by email. And they've all kind of lived in interesting places and done interesting things, either before or after or while hosting the folk program. Uh, it, it, and, and considering that it's 35 years, the list of people who have been hosts is actually not all that long. Uh, the ones who have done it have, have stayed for a long time and really put a lot of, of attention and energy into it. Uh, hosting a weekly program on KDVS is really quite a time commitment, as I'm sure you're aware. <laughs> and... Uh, to, to continue that over a period of years and, and do it on a steady basis is, is really a, a huge time investment. And a lot of thought and a lot of attention and a lot of caring goes into that. I was really impressed talking to these people. I ended up with so much material, I could have written an article that would have been about 100 inches long, but of course, very few newspapers will run an article that's 100 inches long. So I cut it down to about uh, 50 and yeah. then, then trimmed it down just a little bit more in order to make it fit. But one of the things that, that got cut out along the way, I, I was really interested to know that I think uh, Stephen, who was the original host... Stephen White? Yeah, he, he had been a uh, KZSC DJ in Santa Cruz, and he, I think he had also been at UC Riverside. I, I didn't quite get clear if he had been on the radio station there. And then uh, Pete Helmuth had been a uh, DJ at KLX in Berkeley, coming out of UC Berkeley. And so several of these guys had had uh, interesting, you know, previous DJ experience. And of course, back in the 70s, you had to have a license from the FCC. It's, it's not like now where you can just walk into the studio and run the board. You had to take a test and you had to get a piece of paper, a little card from the FCC down in San Francisco before you could go on the air. I did not realize that. Yeah, and, 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 and so these guys had really gone to quite a bit of time and trouble just to host the program. Wow. And, uh, you know, nowadays, of course, the rules are different. And it's, it's you know, it, 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 anybody can really go on the air. You don't have to have a, a card to prove you are who you say you are, et cetera, et cetera. But, uh, you know, radio has changed along the way, just like everything else. Well, what do you, you wind up having to talk to these guys, Stephen White, Rich Ellis, Pete Helmuth, uh, Jim Veed, I guess it is, Hiram Jackson, Peter Shipman. I mean, good Lord. Uh, what, what, what stories they told you maybe impressed you the most? Um, I, I was interested that Peter Schiffman and Hiram Jackson had 
co-hosted the program when Peter was a professor and Hiram was a grad student uh, studying geology under Peter, and, and the two of them had kind of cooperated on, on this common interest, something that they both enjoyed very much that had not a whole lot to do with geology, probably. <laughs> um, Bill Wagman, of course, has, has been uh, a host on KDVS and has served on the campus media board and done all kinds of things over the years, and very, very long involvement with the station, and, and, and uh, interesting interesting guy who, who's just been involved in the community for such a long time. Uh, they, they all had interesting stories to tell about artists that they love, concerts that they've been at. Uh, it, it was really clear that hosting this show wasn't just going down on a particular morning of the week and, and playing records for two or three hours. This was something that really extended clear through their lives and, you know, was a, was a personal passion. Of course, that's the case with most KDBS music DJs. I mean, I, I uh, do a gospel show because I just love the music, and uh, I know that that's the case for the hosts of the Saturday Morning Folk Show. Well, Jeff, this has been your first appearance on our show. I make, make damn sure it's not going to be your last. You do a lot of uh, theater criticism, and I think there's a lot of stuff we'll have to talk about uh, in, in the months to come. Look forward to it. All right. And, well, of course, you're mentioning Bill. That's obviously the next guy we need to talk to, so we'll see what we can do about that. Okay. Jeff Hudson, thanks so much. Take care. All right. Well, speaking of Bill Wagman, the current, one of the current uh, co-hosts or dual hosts, I guess you'd say, of the Saturday Morning Folk Show. Uh, Mr. McVillan, if you could, can you, can you get Bill? Not yet. Well, all right, then uh, let's, let's. Uh, well, there's there's two current hosts. Uh, we mentioned some of the uh, the previous hosts in the show, but uh, Robin Fox alternates with Bill, so uh, let's see. Oh, my goodness, entering the studio right now is the aforementioned Robin Fox. Welcome back to Radio Parallax, Robin. Thank you, Douglas. <laughs> now, I must say that... Uh, the article in the Davis Enterprise made page one, and there's your picture right there on the front page. Yes, it was my 15 minutes of fame. <laughs> and, and a nice picture it is, and a nice article it is. It is. Uh, very nice, and and it was a, a nice honor to the show, I thought. thirty. Well, as Jeff points out, 35 years, in a, particularly in a community-based station where, where they do change literally every week what's, what's on the board uh, is... Got to be a record for longevity. Yes and no. In the folk world, it is not. No? No. Oscar Brand has been doing his show for over 50 years, 60 maybe. Where's and that? He's in New York. Oh. And I have colleagues who, like me, inherited shows, and those shows have been on for 40 to 50 years themselves. Wow. So 35 for a folk show, that's just middle-aged. <laughs> Well, you guys, what, were there eight, eight of you guys that have taken turns uh, hosting? I think so. And uh, did you all try and do like uh, like college students in a phone booth here at at, at, at uh, Studio B <laughs> on Saturday? It was a real party down there. We had fun. I stayed on the board the whole time, and I just rotated the guys into the other chair where the second microphone was and let them introduce the songs. I let them choose what they wanted to. I just wanted to make sure that what they played was somewhat representative of the show that they did when they had the show. And anybody who wasn't on mic hung around, and there was conversation like crazy going on. It was a whole lot of fun. Cool. Uh, the, the article mentioned something, but I didn't realize there was some emphasis to have British and, and American folk. Well, that's how Stephen started it, and I didn't know that. I have vague recollection of him a tiny bit when I started listening to the show mm -hmm. 
back in 78-79, but Rich Ellis, I recall, did more British and traditional American folk from the British tradition, and Pete Helmuth tended to play more blues Americana stuff, and when they handed over the torch to Jim Veet and me, we just went that way, but it was never planned. And then when Peter and Hiram and I got into our rotation and Hiram dropped out, it still became one person focusing on more British or Celtic traditional and the other one playing more Americana. And and it's just always been that way, which is a strange and serendipitous evolution. Uh, Jeff mentioned uh, the amount of preparation that must go in, you know, every week to do a show. I know what it is to produce this show, but it's one hour. You you have to come up with three hours of content every other week. What does that take? To do a good show, I would put in six to ten hours of preparation. And I was unaware of a a symbiosis between uh, things playing at the Palms and and the station. Is that uh, that still in effect? Through the years, we've had a a very good relationship with the Palms. We support the music, uh, the performers who perform there. And they've had a poster of our show up there. It is symbiotic because that's live music at the Palms. The artists come down. Before the show, they might come down that morning or they do phone interviews to promote the show, and it works very well. And well, you like everybody else, uh, all the, the music shows, the DJs, uh, sometimes we'll do, we'll do live uh, performances. How, how often do you have somebody live come in? It varies. Um, I don't have it that often. Once in a while, Bill tends to have them a little more often, but the one who's had a whole lot of live performers on his show has been Michael Leahy when he did mm. Cool as Folk. Yes, yes. He would have three performers a show, different ones come in, and I think that's admirable. Uh, I've had a few, and uh, one of the most fun ones was Houston Jones when the band came down, and they crammed into the broadcast studio, all four of them, with their instruments, and just played out over the mics. It was great. I noticed you mentioned in the article some of the relationship, which of course is always important in, in this community-based radio station between the people playing the music and doing the shows and, and the listenership. That's true. We, with the folk show that's been on for so long, we have people who've listened for that long, and, and we have developed relationships. People who call in, they request songs, they want to know more details. What's the most unusual call you've gotten? Well, there's one that I remember with a great deal of fondness. I was playing a song about highway snow removal, guys. <laughs> a perennially popular topic. <laughs> it's a great song. But I, I introduced the song, and I said, this always reminds me of the Caltrans cruise at Whitmore, which is up in the mountains near Soda Springs, and that's where the Caltrans snowplows are. Okay. And... The song started and the phone rang and it was the cook at Whitmore who was listening and was tremendously excited that I mentioned them and he had to he was playing it for the guys who were there in the kitchen and he loved it. And the following picnic day or maybe it was a year later he brought us a gift. Really? By then he had retired mm-hmm. from Caltrans and he came down and brought us a, a batch of brownies. Nice. Well, with eight different hosts, who who's who's done it the most? I have. Really? I started in 85, did it for a year and a half, did subbing for a while. When you were a student? A while. 
I was not a student by then. Okay. But I did. Freshly minted graduate. <laughs> yeah. And um, then did subbing off and on over the years up until 93, and I've done it solidly since 93, so you do the math. Uh, my math would say 18 years. Thereabouts, yes. That sounds right. Well, this might be a time to remind our listeners that uh, that KDVS does provide them with some unique programming, and of course, we do need people's financial support. I know our fundraiser is not till April, but we should remind people they can contribute at any time, and, and Christmas season might be a good time. Um, certainly, why not? <laughs> and the end of the year is coming if people are looking for more tax write-offs for this year. <laughs> good point. Good point. But uh, no, it's it's worth reminding people now and again, not just during Pledge Drive, the station does uh, does survive on on people's contributions, and and again, you're not going to find something like the Saturday morning folk show uh, on your basic uh, commercial radio station. No, you're not. They are few and far between, and KDBS has done well with us and well for its listeners. Well, there you have it. Well, Robin, stick around one minute. Let's see if we can't reach Bill here for a third time, Mr. McMillan. This you're on. Uh, not yet. We'll help. We'll, we'll bring Bill on next week's show. Uh, Robin, I guess it's up to you uh, uh, to fill in for him for a minute. Uh, what, what, uh, what, what, what can you say about Bill's contribution? He gets a lot of interesting music um, that he brings in, some from traveling and from meeting people, and some from the artists who come and perform in his home in house concerts. Uh, they're a lot of fun, and it's an intimate setting, and you can go to a great concert without paying an arm and a leg. Wow. I, I, that is, I, Bill. I've seen those invitations Bill sent out. That is a very cool thing. It is. They're they're a great experience, and I recommend them. Well, very good, Robin Fox. Keep up the good work, and uh, you know, keep us up to date on how things are developing in the world of folk music. Thank you, Douglas. And one final question. Yes. Why isn't it folk music? Why isn't it egg yolks? I am the egg And on that note, let's take a short break. You're listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. Stay tuned.